Before we get to today's show, let me tell you about HubSpot. Finding a service solution that helps you keep your customers happy can feel impossible. Like try to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at the networking event. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. It brings together service and success together on one platform. With AI-powered help desk and chatbots to handle your frontline support tickets. So you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Marketing Against the Grain Super Bowl ad reaction episode. In today's episode, we are going to be reviewing 2023's best and worst Super Bowl ads. And we're going to talk about, is it really worth spending $7 million on a 30-second commercial? I've got some ideas of how all of us could maybe spend that money a little better. But first, let's get straight into the ads. My favorite ad from the Super Bowl that I have to show you all was from a company called Tubi. And Tubi is a streaming platform. And I loved this because it was, in my opinion, the only original ad that was aired at the Super Bowl in 2023. What was so brilliant about their ad is it wasn't an ad. It got you out of the way of thinking. And what I say about that is it looked like you were coming back to join the Super Bowl. You had the Super Bowl announcers coming back on screen and saying, welcome to the Super Bowl. And then what happened is the interface for their app popped up and they started to go and select a movie. And that had me reaching for the remote. And everybody I've talked to, they were in groups of people and everybody who saw that ad went reaching for the remote being like, hey, who's doing this? Who's turning the game off? Why are we watching a movie right now? We're watching the Super Bowl. I love, love, love that example. The Tubi ad was by far my favorite ad from Super Bowl 2023 because it wasn't just another company trying to do like a 30 second movie with some famous people. It was, you were used to the sea of sameness of these 30 second stories from these famous celebrities. Now I'm gonna take you completely out of that by thinking the game's coming back on, but it's not. And like that shift in your brain is what was so powerful about that spot. I wanna now show you one of my least favorite, what I think is one of the worst spots from the game, which is the Will Ferrell and General Motors ad. I love Will Ferrell. He is hilarious, but my problem with that was it reeked of trying too hard and it reeked of trying to be just like everybody else. And so they had Will Ferrell driving an electric vehicle. Their whole message was try to communicate, oh, we're doing more electric vehicles and you as a consumer need to buy more electric vehicles, right? And they did it with Will Ferrell talking to the TV, just like he always does, straight at the camera, just like every other boring Super Bowl ad that I watched last night did. And they tried to sprinkle in some cultural references with Stranger Things and Bridgerton. And I'm like, first of all, those shows are like not trending in the zeitgeist right now. So it's like reeked of trying too hard. The product message was kind of lost in it all because they were trying so hard. And I think most people that would watch that spot would say, all right, so Will Ferrell just did some stuff. He was driving a car, so I guess this is for a car company, but I don't know why. And I don't know what car company and what they want me to feel or believe. There was no emotion to that. I think they were going for humor and there was no humor to it. And unfortunately, that was the case with, I think, basically 99% of the Super Bowl commercials that aired this week. They were boring. They were the same. And they used a crutch of storytelling that was very basic. Hey, we're going to tell you about our product with a celebrity front and center and try to make it entertaining for you all. The reason that's so hard is because they're spending so much money on these ads. What you hear and what you'll read is that, oh, 
A Super Bowl ad costs $7 million, between 6 and $7 million. And that's true, but it's not the whole story. Let me tell you a little secret. That's the price for the Super Bowl ad. But to buy that Super Bowl ad, you also have to do what's called a media match, which means you need to spend whatever that Super Bowl ad cost. So let's say it costs, in this example, $7 million. You need to spend another $7 million in ads on the network who's running the Super Bowl. This year it was Fox throughout the rest of the year. So you have to commit to actually spending $14 million to run a Super Bowl ad. And if you're a big company like General Motors, you're probably spending that otherwise. But there are so many companies out there that cannot afford $14 million in just ads on one television network that one is for the Super Bowl or for, you know, the regular NFL season, news events, whatever happen on that network the rest of the year. That's the hidden cost of a Super Bowl ad. Think about that. Is it worth $14 million for you? I don't think it is. And the reason for that is because Super Bowl viewership is on the decline. It is becoming less and less a part of the popular culture. For me, I remember when the Super Bowl was any and everything. And I remember you would sit on Twitter and you'd see the reaction to all the ads. I was looking at everybody's reaction to ads in real time. And you know what the reactions were? Apathy. Like people would put some comments, but man, if you go look at Twitter, most of the comments around these ads are very low emotion. Like, oh, that was kind of funny. Or, oh, I like that they picked that celebrity for that ad. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, I would have never have thought of that. And that makes me have this emotional connection to the brand, which is what you're trying to do. So then you're saying, why do people spend seven, i.e. 14 in reality, million dollars on a Super Bowl ad? And they're doing that because the media landscape has purely fractured. And there's not that many places where you can get live attention with a mass market of consumers in the US and around the world. The Super Bowl still is one. That being said, I think for the vast majority of businesses, a Super Bowl commercial is a bad idea. And let me talk to you about how I would go to spend seven to $14 million differently. Think about that. Like for most businesses, that's like, more than their marketing budget, or if that business is going really well, like that's their entire marketing budget. And first of all, what happens is that you always see with Super Bowl ads, you see a spike, but that spike only lasts like a few days to a week. You don't get this ongoing level of interest and awareness and demand for your product or service, right? And that's my number one issue with the Super Bowl spot. If you are a brand that needs to reinvent itself, is doing a rebrand, doing something like that, then a Super Bowl spot and ad might be a good thing for you. But for the vast majority of companies who are trying to generate interest and awareness for their product or service, it's not because it's not sustainable. And what I would do is I would invest that really, again, $14 million, not $7 million, in more sustainable forms of marketing. For example, you could run an amazing YouTube program for $14 million. You could partner with the best creators, you could run YouTube ads, and invest in creating your own successful YouTube channel that would drive long-term awareness and scale for your product. And you could do an amazing job of that for $14 million. Like, really, really, really good. Most companies I know that do a really good job do it for less money than that, right? And so that's one way. The second way would be creating ads and content across other platforms. Like even if you just want to do ads, I think you can do better doing really great creative across YouTube and TikTok and probably Google search right now today. That's going to be a much more consistent demand. And more importantly, you get to spread that expense out throughout the year instead of having to take it all at the start of the year 
And with that spread out of expense comes constant demand for your product and service. In marketing, the thing you want to do is, yes, you want to create big touch point moments, but you also want to create constant demand. And the way you do that is to build ownable assets that build demand for you over time. Those are not ads. Those are content programs. And those content programs could be on YouTube, could be text-based on your blogs that get discovered by search engines, could be on TikTok, could be on a host of different channels. But what I am here to tell you is if you don't have ownable channels, email newsletter is another great example, that can attract people every day and inform people every day versus ads that the second you stop spending money on that ad, boom, they go away and people stop being interested in understanding your product and your service. And that is not what we wanna have happen. We want to build a great, sustainable business. If you look at businesses that fail, it's because they get overhyped. They have a few inflection points, they get overhyped, and then that demand falls off, or they get so overexposed that they're not cool anymore. And when I think about the Super Bowl and the ads in 2023, the biggest problem that I have is that the ads were the same. The ads were actually not even doing a great job at delivering in that pop of awareness. They're going to get some pop because it's, the Super Bowl and it's in front of so many people, but wow, they could have done such a better job if they had spent that time trying to do a stunt, creating some crazy IRL in real life event or something that was an ownable moment or tacking on to a bigger ownable moment than just like a 30 second Super Bowl ad that was executed the same way as everybody else. What happens is these big brands that go and hire advertising agencies, those advertising agencies come back with a few concept of Super Bowl ads and then they go back and forth and they pick one. I'm really kind of disappointed with the agencies. Well, it's probably unfair to be disappointed with the agencies. They may have come back with really clever, different ideas and the brands could not have picked them. But between the agencies and the marketers, what you saw here was really low risk advertising, really low risk messaging. Other than the 2B example, I thought the Doritos ad was also very good. They had the right level of clarity of message, putting the product front and center in a very clever way and a good use of celebrities. I think Doritos historically has some of the best Super Bowl advertising. So I thought to be in the Doritos spots were the two best spots. And if you're looking to have an understanding of what makes a really good and compelling Super Bowl ad, I think those are the two you're gonna wanna look at. I think basically all the other spots, I did not like. I didn't think that the T-Mobile spot with Bradley Cooper landed well at all. I didn't think any of the car and automotive, which was a big advertising section of the Super Bowl, I didn't think any of those landed well. The last thing I will tell you about Super Bowl and Super Bowl ads is that the best ad of Super Bowl 2023 wasn't an ad at all. And that's because the best ad of Super Bowl 2023 was Rihanna. Rihanna, who was our halftime performance, she got out her Fenty Beauty makeup and she put it on in the middle of her show. And so that compact was front and center and you saw her go and use the product in this grand kind of crazy performance. And that was the best advertisement. There were so many people out there being like, wow, I love Rihanna, what compact is that? Oh, it's her own. Oh, what does this brand do? Oh, do they have a product that would work for me? And that's a reminder that the best marketing is organic in a situation versus this ad that tries to interrupt you and tell you a different story than the story you're watching. Rihanna was able to bring an ad right into the context of her concert. So it was a double win for her. She crushed it. She's gonna sell a ton of music and get a ton of streams on her music. But more importantly, she's going to sell a lot more beauty products. And I'll tell you what, her beauty products, way better business, way higher margin than her music getting streamed and her getting paid a fractional cent on that streaming of that song. 
So those are my takes of the marketing that was all around Super Bowl 2023. I think we saw a couple of really good and clever ads and the vast majority were terrible, honestly. And the best out of all goes to Rihanna. Rihanna pulling out that Fenty Beauty compact right in the middle of her performance was an amazing move, great business strategy. And I would love to hear and see the data over the coming weeks of how well that worked for driving sales for her beauty brand. This has been Marketing Against the Grain. Drop in the comments what you think was the best and worst Super Bowl spot of 2023. I'd love to hear from you and I'll be back with you all real soon. We'll be right back. But before, let me tell you about another podcast I love. Nudge, hosted by Phil Agnew, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Ever noticed how the smallest changes can have the biggest impact? On Nudge, you learn simple evidence-backed tips to help you kick bad habits, get a raise, grow a business. Every bite-sized 20-minute show comes packed with practical advice. Nudge is fast-paced, but it's still insightful with real-world examples that you can apply. Oh, and it's the UK's fastest growing business podcast. If you want an MBA's worth of insight in one podcast, this is the right show for you. Entrepreneurs will love this show because it's filled with repeatable proven studies, not hearsay and one-off success stories. You're going to love the show because I was interviewed by Phil. You can go check out my episode. And I recently listened to an awesome episode. It's called Six Scientifically Proven Persuasion Techniques. It's a must listen for anyone in marketing. Listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts.